Bud's Bulls banter. Bud's Bulls banter. This is a new sports podcast for 1FM. It's called Bats, Balls, Banter. And Shan and Shazad here with you. So last uh, episode, we were getting to know Shazad, in particular his cricket playing history. Right, yeah. Um, interesting times for me. But what about you, Shan? What, what's your, what are your three sports? You asked me what my three sports were. What about you? So I suppose my three sports, I would choose football, rugby, and golf. Okay, let's start with football. So, I mean, football, I mean, uh, like every kid, I would say, growing up, I grew up in the UK. So you got to have a football team, basically. Mm. And uh, my team is Arsenal. Mm. We're and sitting across the table right now. Yeah, yeah so Shazad is a Spurs fan. <laughs> so it's a clear white versus red in the studio. <laughs> um, so I didn't have a big reason for it. My next door neighbor, okay. I grew up beside, yeah. Neil Campbell. Right. His dad supported Arsenal, so he did. Okay. And then I just followed them. So this would have been, what, in the early 90s? Yeah, I was particularly into football, like, 1989, 1991, around okay. that era. That's the one I can remember best. They, If I'm not, memory serves, that was the year, 89, where Arsenal won it on the very last day of the season. I think so. Did Michael, Liverpool, Thomas. Michael Thomas score yeah. the goal? Yeah. This one hurts Liverpool fans, by the way. Yeah. It, a lot of Liverpool fans I talked to still talk about that. <laughs> so I don't know. Was that? Do you do you kind of remember that? I kind of remember that, and I also had the yellow JVC, oh, JVC. Arsenal top. So that was garish. my shirt. Growing really up. garish. I think it was beautiful. Do you still have it? Golden. You know what? Uh, later in life, about about five years ago or something. Um, I was given it as a gift, as in you oh. can get vintage shirts, yes. right? The right size. Yeah. And I had on the back the name of my favorite player at the time. Who's that? Anders Limpar. Anders, yes. Because yes. he was really fast yes, as a winger. Yes, and so yes. I was fast as a kid. Ah. So I, I, I wanted to be like him. And you know what? Later in life, I met him. Oh. Yeah, because sort of the Arsenal veterans came to Singapore. Yes. And he was part of the crew. So I have a picture with me with Limpar on the nice. back and uh, 50-something. Did you tell him that he was your favorite player? Well, it was literally on my back. So, yes, <laughs> I, I definitely explained. He wasn't overly impressed. Well, he's he's kind of Scandinavian. They don't, <laughs> they don't show that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that oh, was, that's cool. That's a cool picture. I'll, I'll try and share that on as nice. well. So f- football for me is Arsenal. And, and did you spend a lot of time uh, playing it as well? Um, you know, so I went to a school in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Northern Ireland, schooling is interesting. We don't have Sports. public, private schools or anything yep. like that. Yep. But we do have what they would call grammar schools yeah, or yeah, secondary yeah. schools. So the secondary schools, sort of a bit lower tier, tend right. to play football. Yeah. The grammar schools think of themselves a bit more atas. Yes. They play rugby. Yeah. The, this is exactly what we had in, in my right. boarding school. Yeah. We played more rugby than football. Correct. Yeah. So that's why my second chosen sport is rugby, because it was okay. the big sport, me growing up. So before we moved to rugby, on the football, you, you didn't play too much of it. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty good at football. Hey. Because uh, you, you, you're a tall guy. So what position do you play? Uh, I mean, I think ultimately I realized that I should be in defense. Yeah, in football. center back. Correct. Okay, so you're center back there. But but rugby was your main thing. Yes. Now, rugby, I know in Ireland, is huge. It's like a religion, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, and it's definitely in its peak right now. Right. Like Ireland as a national team. Are Don't mention the World Cup. Ever. Don't mention the World uh, Cup. It's terrible. Um, but I played because in my area, you joined rugby from the age of like eight. Okay. So very young all the way up. 
And uh, so there was definitely my main sport. Every single Saturday of yeah. my growing up was basically going to so rugby. So Saturdays, go out to the fields, yeah. play rugby. Yeah. And you... You, you're, I mean, again, a tall guy, so you're a forward? You would have thought so. Right. But I'm also a bit of a wuss. <laughs> so you went to the backs. <laughs> I'm in the backs for sure. Uh, <laughs> they would always joke that I had the whitest whites at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So were you a fullback? Uh, you know what? Um, or a winger? I was kind of center and oh. number 10, actually. So quite often the ball might not even come down to you. Hey, come on. Number 10, I am the, the playmaker. Yeah, I'll number have. 10 would, yeah. If you're, if you're a centre, maybe not. Yeah, number 10 you would, definitely. Okay. So the thing was, though, my school team was generally always very good. We were a very oh. high-performing team. But I was probably the least talented in the oh, best really? team. That's how I think of it sometimes. Um, but, I mean, it was a huge part of my life. Although, in our final year of school, where okay. you're playing for the big trophy, right? Yeah. It's called the School's Cup okay. in Northern Ireland. And that was going to be our year, you know what I mean? It's like destiny. Oh, you guys were... This is, we should be winning this this year. And we lost in the quarterfinals Ooh. in snowbound conditions. And Freezing. Okay. one of the most PTSD days of my, of my life. This was something that you thought you guys were down pat for. And we thought could. we had a very good chance. This was our year. Oh. And uh, we lost in this snowbound Gutted. conditions. It was really gutting. Even and when you talk about it now, does it hurt a bit? Yeah, I mean, I, I can see everything that day. It's like burned into my memory. Wow. Yeah, so... Did you carry on playing rugby after that? You know, to be honest, I went to university and... When it came to university, suddenly rugby became a bit ridiculous to me. It's like, why would I put myself in such a harmful place? Did you ever get injured, by the way? Serious injuries? You know what? I can't claim I did. Okay. Yeah. Thank so, God. Yeah, because I was staying away from the action. Well, the, the yeah, the whitest whites, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so rugby, um, and, and I know you still follow it. I know you were watching as yeah. much of the World Cup as you, as you possibly could, given the time difference. Do you still follow it quite religiously? Uh, not, not religiously, but it is the one sport that I really care about. Okay. So if I'm watching Ireland play, rugby yeah i care about it more than any sport more than right. arsenal playing do you actually. get your jersey on and all that oh yeah i've always kept up to date with the jerseys i, I want to ask because uh you know maybe, maybe people might know an irish person here or there i don't know many northern irish people so this is the one sport that unites Correct. ireland and that's, northern ireland that's right? another reason why i like it yeah um because in the historically broken up ireland it is i think the one main sport where they do represent they put one. a united team on correct and and does that resonate? Does that mean something for you? Yeah, you know it. It does. It, I'm quite proud. I'm already proud of rugby ethics. Right. You know. Yeah. There's something about rugby that transcends a lot of other things, right? Correct. I think. It's the way that people are are schooled in how you should play, how you should mm. treat the referee, and things like that. So Respect. Yeah. I already uh, have an sort of an elevated opinion of rugby ethics. Sure. And then this, the fact that it represents all Ireland, also means a lot. Okay. Have you kind of transposed that onto your kids? Oh, you know, I, I for sure try to get them interested. <laughs> and I try to, you know, Im let them know that the, the Ireland game is tonight. This is the important okay. one. We've got to try and watch What's it. What's the reaction? <laughs> they're, yeah, they're not, they're not as uh, excited as I am, I don't think. But remember, you had that since you were eight. So that's really in exactly. your system, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. And what about your third sport? So I chose golf. Because I play a lot of golf growing up. Okay. This is in Northern Ireland, where golf courses are aplenty. Right. And uh, it was just a really a way of life. Because That's interesting. You don't, uh, it feels like you don't pay for golf there. Okay. I mean, you probably have a membership yeah. as, a, as a young person that's tiny. Right. And literally, every day of my summer, we would go and play golf. 
Only summers, right? Because the weather, the rest well, of the year is not particularly no, conducive. No, you'd, you'd play all okay. the way through. Um, my, and I was pretty good as well. Oh. So it's one of my. It's another one of my. I, I wonder if I had, had tried you... and dedicated myself. Could I? Uh-huh. Because in my area, there's a few famous golfers. Like I went to school with a guy called Graham McDowell. Oh yeah, who is a pro golfer. Yes. And I once played against him. Oh, wow. How old were you? Uh, about 15. Wow. Is he, he your contemporary, by the way? He's two years older than me. Okay. So he was about 17, I was 15, and he beat me real badly. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, he did go on to be a pro, yeah. So there, there's history in my area. Rory McIlroy is Northern Irish, isn't he? He is. He's from more like the Belfast area. Okay. Oh, yeah. the Belfast boys. Oh. Yeah. So no, he is. But I mean, you feel pride when you see him, right? Of course. Of course. He's great. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Northern Ireland does have a history of golf, and I often wonder, you know, if I'd been really pushed, could I have been Ireland's Tiger Woods? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Asian thing going on. Exactly. Thing. There you Asian, go. Yeah. tall. Yeah. But, I mean, okay, so of the three you've, you've mentioned, one was a spectator thing, which is um, football. Yeah. One, you, you actually played and went quite far in with the school. And the, the third one, you did play, and you feel actually of the three, you could have done something with that. Could have. And you I don't feel. play it so much now, Sean. No, you know, when I moved to Singapore, which is now coming up close to 20 years ago, yeah. it just felt like a very different experience it is different, to me. Yeah. Um, so have you barely played it here? I barely play now. Yeah. Do you not miss it? No, actually. Okay. Not really. And when you go back to Ireland on the holidays? Occasionally we will play. Yeah. yeah I can uh, still hit a pretty good drive. So you, you do have that soft spot. for? Do you, do you watch golf? Not so much. Like, if the Ryder Cup was on, I'd try to follow it. Yeah, which was on recently, actually. Yeah, yeah. But no, not like my, my father is... Is he obsessed? He will just sit on his sofa and watch whatever golf tournament is oh, on. Whatever it is. All day, every day, yeah. Oh, he loves his golf. Yeah, he loves his Inter- golf. Is that how you got into it because of your dad? Yes, I suppose so. Okay, you yeah. played with your dad. Uh, I, yes, I would, I would say so. That was the original influence. I think yeah. I think to me watching golf is is not easy. Certainly not commentating on it, isn't it? Mm. But watching it, is, it's hours of sitting there. And it's not much going on. Correct, correct. I also I almost am not a golf watcher. Right. Um, but yeah, you're right. Although one of my first ever jobs, I remember a big tournament came okay. to a local club. Yeah. Called Royal Portrush, and I was about 13 or 14 years old, and you had this job where you had were assigned to like a player and oh. you followed them around and you reported to the broadcaster. Oh, cool. It's like, you know, Faldo's uh, hitting a nine iron, I think. Oh, so you were doing like <laughs> live reports back? Kind of. Oh, it's cool. like, it like a little summer job, I remember. Yeah. Was that, that Graham McDowell? <laughs> yeah. That guy. That guy burns me up. <laughs> All righty. This is another episode of the new sportscast with 1FM. This is Bats, Balls, Banter. Bats, balls, banter! Bats, balls, banter!